to the Chasing Curiosity with Chels podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Holden, and I currently live in Spring, Texas. I am so freaking thankful that you are here and listening in on this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can always be on top of what's happening in and around everything that we are curious about. Things like entrepreneurship, self-development, relationships, adventure. I mean, chime in to the interviews with some badass people that I know and you definitely need to know here on the Chasing Curiosity with Chelsea podcast. Thanks so much. Let's get into the show. Hey, hey, friends. Thank you so much for being here today. I am super stoked. I have got my good friend Vanessa on the show today, and I wanted to bring her on because in my mind, she is a homeschooling expert. And Vanessa, just to give you a little bit of background on her, she is a former public school teacher. She grew up in a house where her dad was actually the principal of her high school. Vanessa and I attended elementary school, middle school, and high school together, and she currently homeschools three kiddos. That's three kiddos, y'all. So Vanessa, thank you so much for being here, girl. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me and inviting me. Yeah, totally. I'm so pumped you're here. Like I said, I feel that this interview is going to resonate with a lot of people, especially right now. So just to give our listeners a little bit of a background, we are at this time of recording here in Houston area, we are being asked to stay home. I'm not sure, Vanessa, you're down in the Valley. What's it like for you? We've been at stay home for the last two weeks. And there's also a curfew in place where you have to be indoors from 10 PM to 5 AM or you get fined. So this is the coronavirus is going on right now. The Our leaders are taking extra precaution to ensure all of our safety. And that means that a lot of kids are at home. Most kids are at home now and parents are finding themselves not only having to be a parent and having to entertain their kids, but now having to homeschool their children. So Vanessa, since you have been doing this now for nine years, is that right? Yes. I've been doing it for about nine years since my firstborn was born. (laughs) My kids have never attended any kind of educational place like a daycare or a private school or a public school. So we've been homeschooling all of them since the time they were born. That's amazing. I just think that you are going to bring such a valuable perspective to things. And um, so just to give our listeners a little bit of background, why don't you take some time and just kind of tell us who you are, tell us about you and why you love homeschooling your kiddos? Well, my name is Vanessa Vasquez. I have three kids. They are nine or he's going to be nine next in May. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old, and I've been married for about 10 years, and I used to be a first-grade teacher, and my specialty in public school was getting my kids to read, so I was heavily into early literacy, which paid off with my kids here at home because that has been a huge help, and then I was pregnant with my firstborn my last year of, of teaching. 
And I mm-hmm. never went back. I never went back. I decided to, to at first, it was just that we were going to stay home. I was going to stay home and take some extra time to raise him in his infancy stage. And then somehow the Lord led us to homeschooling. And we've been doing that ever since. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, I just, I'm curious right now with coronavirus and parents taking on this new role, if, you know, they're going to have kind of that same epiphany or if the Lord's going to bless them too with just like this, hey, you know what? Like, I'm really enjoying this. Maybe we can do this full time, you know? Do you think that we're going to see a change? I do. I think right now the floodgates are open in all the free resources that are being given right now because of the coronavirus. And it's amazing to see there's always been free resources, which makes homeschooling to begin with very easy to do very accessible. You don't need, you know, expensive curriculum, you don't need a teacher background. There's so many wonderful people out there that share their resources, share their ideas for free. And even more so with this coronavirus. And so I think I don't know exactly what's going to happen in the future, but I can say that there will be some kind of a shift, whether it's like a community paradigm shift in the mind of individuals to see their ability to be able to provide a different way of educating or a different understanding, which is what happened to me over the course of these last nine years going through a paradigm shift of what education, what I thought education was to what it really is. And so that definition has really changed and evolved or adapted to me. And I think that's, that is exactly what's going to happen with these parents. Yeah. Well, and you have, you know, you've got this unique aspect, which is why I think you're such an expert at it too, is because you've been in the education system, right? Like you've seen it from the other side and now you see it from where you're at now, nine years in, you know, I think that that's such an amazing perspective for people to have. So why, we talked about why you got started into this and you currently, you have an Instagram where I love it because you're sharing beautiful images of the activities and the things that your kiddos are learning. So can you kind of just tell us a little bit more about that and kind of what inspires you if you offer any products or services to people right now, just kind of what it's all about and how you're utilizing social media along this journey? Yeah, well, I just have a love for learning. And I really think that's a core for homeschooling. People who want to homeschool, or maybe might not even be thinking about it, but just have a love for learning. Going back Mm -hmm. to that last question, being thrown into this coronavirus situation, all of a sudden, they're discovering that that love of learning is spilling over into their children and the atmosphere that they live in. And so I've always had that. I just, I'm a nerd at heart. I love, I love learning. Things. You know, I'm the one who wants to be right up in the front of the line. I like to raise my hand and ask questions. I think part of that comes from my parents being educators themselves and my grandparents being educators. So we've just come from that love of learning. And so from the time that they were, my children were born, especially my eldest, because he's my first. So everything is first with him. 
I was just so intrigued in watching him grow and develop. I just was blown away with it, which later led me down to like brain science. But anyways, we'll talk about that some other time. But I just, I loved it. So I started, you know, just finding ways to teach him hands-on, lots of different techniques, ideas. And I was always taking pictures, like, like every good parent taking thousands of pictures of my of my <laughs> kids and lots and lots of pictures all the time. And I was just fascinated with him and what he was doing and, and the ideas that were coming and flowing. And I started to see a lot of thriving. And then at the time, this was about, you know, nine years ago, almost nine years ago, eight years ago, the homeschooling community was just really embarking. There's always been homeschooling community, but it was beginning to grow very fast. And so I started to connect with other moms. I knew that something that I needed to do now that I was at home, I knew I needed to connect. And so in the connection, people started asking me, hey, I noticed he's reading or he's doing this. What are you doing? How are you doing that? And so I started to share with them. And that sharing with another mom and helping in that way just brought me so much joy in my heart. And over the years, that joy kind of convicted me to make this Instagram social media page where I would post ideas or pictures and our journey and thoughts, anything from marriage to parenting to reading resources. And so that's, that's what I do. Oh my gosh. I love it. I I absolutely adore your feed on Instagram and we'll give everybody your, how to connect with you when we wrap up the show. But just, I'm just looking at your feed right now and just the things that you do with your kiddos that I, I just, I think it's so out of the norm of our current educational system. You know, I feel like I'm not a parent myself, right? So I can't speak from that aspect as you can, but I feel like educational systems are more geared towards testing and Mm -hmm. for teaching kids about testing. So is that, have you found that to be true? Oh yeah. I remember when I was in the public school system, it was, there was always some kind of initiative being rolled out through the administration, always tied with government funding, of course. And I have some wonderful teacher friends. Some teacher friends are just amazing. They want to be there for the kids. And then there's some like any industry that are just there to get a check, they're tired. And so, but the stress about testing, I was luckily to be in in first grade. We didn't star test is what the the test was called at the time. I'm not sure what it's called now, but we were, we would do reading tests because we were kind of that sandwich grade between kindergarten and second grade. And so we had to really get the kids to read before sending them over to second grade. So we had testing. We were really heavily, heavily, heavily on reading tests. And so now as a homeschool parent, I don't give them any kind of testing. (laughs) Everything is observation based. It is amazing. If you just, you know, as a parent and as their teacher, just watching them on this one-to-one small group basis, I know who they are. I know what they need to work on. I know where they lack. I know their weaknesses. I know their strengths. And so that's, it is such a beautiful thing, how teaching in in that aspect about testing versus this 
intimate relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And so that it's really neat been a blessing. It's so, it's so special. I mean, I just, I can't even imagine. I, so I, I've got this big dream for us to like go travel full time in an RV, at least for a few years. I just want to go do it for a few years. And there's a lot of families out there that do it. I mean, there's families that have up to five kiddos that are out on the road. And one thing that has always stuck out to me is these families that travel together, the amount of education that comes from life experience and just being out in nature and even talking and connecting with other people on such a different level, like you're able to, it's like seeing the world through your kid's eye for the first time. I'm, is that right? It is so amazing. I wish I want to do that as they get older when that's one of my to to travel more with them because there's nothing like having an encounter you know when you have an encounter it is seared into your mind so whether that's like traveling and seeing a building that you read about in a book or you know snorkeling deep down with the animals that we were in the fish that we were studying or it just it's a blessing to have those kind of experiences and thankfully, my children have, have had a few experiences because they have wonderful grandparents who have, have blessed them and have taken them on trips. And we make every effort we can to go to places to all around us, like museums, libraries, parks, the beach. We're always outside exploring nature. And awesome. even for homes, people who cannot travel, even though that's mm-hmm. an amazing goal, and a blessing, but people who cannot can simply step outside and go encounter a ladybug. So that 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 they're studying in home about the ladybug comes to life when they're looking for it, they're holding it in their hand. And that's the difference between the public school system and the homeschool system, <laughs> where we can say is the actual encounters, right? You have that- freedom to say, hey, let's go outside and let's go see what we find versus, well, you know, there's 30 kids in my room. I, we can't go outside. We can't go explore. Um, we have to stick to the curriculum. And so with homeschooling, it, it's just so much more freedom. It's like an IEP plan in the public school. IEP stands for Individual Education Plan. So they're getting an individual plan through these amazing encounters and journeys that that they want to explore themselves. That's so awesome. I just love this new perspective. Like I'm living vicariously through your kiddos right yes. now. Like <laughs> online, I'm like, I want to learn about ladybugs. What? I saw y'all doing a project and just incorporating math skills, right? With like art projects or different things like that, you know, like combining the things too. Yeah. So do your kids like, cause you're juggling three kiddos, right? So I imagine there are times when it can get tense or (laughs) do you have any times where there's like scuffles between the kiddos or anything like that? And like, how do you kind of navigate that um, as far as if you're in the middle of a lesson or, you know, do y'all just stop? Do you have like a schedule that you stick to a lot of times? I know that's like a two part question, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that is such a good question. I get that question a lot. It is complex because not only are you their teacher, you're their mother. So you're parenting and teaching at the same time. And it can be very difficult as a Christian 
my walk with Christ and with knowing who God is, is getting stronger and stronger each day. I'm, as I'm doing that, I am learning more about him. And so I'm being sanctified. And at yeah. the same time that I'm being sanctified, I'm caring for these kids that he's given me. And it's difficult because I'm falling and I yell and I get upset and I'm angry and I'm, I haven't slept. And so my flesh is pulling me to walk outside of the fruits. So I have to be very intentional in meeting and uh, meeting with God every day and with caring for myself, or I will not be the best for them. When I am not the best for them, I feel guilt very heavily in my heart and in my mind. Like I feel so bad. So I don't like that feeling. (laughs) So I, and I know that the only way I can feel better, you know, and I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. Even with as much external things that you can put in place, like sleeping well and eating well and exercise and praying and meditating, even with all those things in place, there's always this unknown factor or these variables that you just can't control. When that hits, that, you know, when those other things are in place, you can do life easier if you're centered. That by far is number one in homeschooling. That I have to take care of myself. I have to be fed. With that, I would say one of the next things that is really important in having like a schedule or routine is having the children have good habits. Like there's no way that they can sit down and do what I tell them unless they have obedience or self-discipline in place. So before anyone decides to homeschool or, or if they do decide to homeschool, one of the very first things that I encourage mothers to work on is character. Work on their character. Forget about math. Forget about reading. Forget about anything else. Work on life skills. Work on your child listening to your your small and quiet voice so that they respond to you the first time and you don't have to yell. And so once those kind of things are in place and you're teaching your children habits, one of the very first habits to begin with, Charlotte Mason says, is the habit of obedience. And then, of course, the one I like to work on after that is the habit of attention, you know, for them, for your children to be able to pay attention especially in this world right now where there's so much, there's so much distraction yeah, and noise. So much. Yeah. So, and, and technology is that wonderful medium where it can be such a great tool, but it can also burn you, you know? So yes. we use technology by, by, I love it. I love apps. I think they're awesome, but we limit it as well. But anyways, once those things are in place where mama is centered as much as, she can, and you know she's taking right. care of herself, and the children are have good habits, or you're working on discipline and obedience and attention. Then, of course, life skills, because that's going to calm down the tension and the stress, so that the house isn't constantly a mess. We are a team here. My kids know that they have chores, and so they know that we're all a team. We live here. But everybody cleans up after themselves. I'm not your slave. I serve you out of love, but that doesn't make me your slave, you know? Right, right. And I, yes, I am your servant. I serve you with love, but you are also need to take care of yourself and contribute 
to our family community. We're a little community. This is our family and our family unit. And so chores are a huge thing because that by far is going to be integrated into a routine. It's going to calm down again, like I said, the stress and stuff. So then after that, they're ready for the academics. They're ready because they have the obedience in place. You can tell them, come and sit down. It's time to do reading. Yes, ma'am. And they come instead of, no, I don't want to. And believe me, (laughs) there's days that that happens. And, you know, you're like, oh, you're testing me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not centered today and you're getting right. butt whipping, but you're like, ah, but I didn't start off like that. I had to read. I was going to ask too. I'm sure this was all like a major learning curve for you. Huge, huge paradigm shift. And like I said, like as I'm being sanctified, I'm having the renewing of the mind. And so my mind is beginning to change and to go through the shift and see things differently, seeing parenting differently, seeing education differently, marriage. And through love and grace and mercy, I search for answers because I love my children and I want them to be great citizens and little adults. I want them to have good education. I don't want to fail them, but yet I don't want to hold these crazy standards up for them also. So that's one thing I share with the scheduling. I share often schedules and routines on my page because I get that question a lot. And I think I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just also as moms start in this process of homeschooling, especially ones that have just been thrown into coronavirus, as the family starts to sink, all of a sudden there's this normal routine that starts to flow. A little bit will take practice and preparation, but it's just a natural flow, a routine that happens. But um, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) No, you're good. You're good. I was like, what I love hearing you talk about it from the perspective of teaching our kids, right? But so much what you said just now resonates with me, and I don't even have children, you know, but finding my center. And loving myself has been the work that I've been doing for the past couple of years, you know, and it's, it's truly made the shift in my life, because I know that if I am not my best self, I can't be good for anybody else. Right. Like having the space in the morning for me is is my routine. And even just you talking about having a routine and, and being in the flow after that, it does take practice. You know, you have to figure out what works for you. And I'm sure when you're juggling three other human beings, well, four with your husband, yeah. you know, it's finding this beautiful harmony and figuring out what works best for everybody as a collective, right? You know, as your community. But I love that you said, you know, it, it starts with getting centered yourself. It really you know? does. And, you know, life is a wave. It goes up, it goes down. You know, everything Absolutely. around us is in a cycle, plant cycle, season cycle, moon, everything. So there's this constant up and down in life. And what we do as homeschooling families, and we're mothers is we teach our children and give grace to ourselves on how to ride those waves without stressing, without freaking out and just enjoy that ebb and flow. And it took me some time because I like things to be constant. Mm-hmm. I like things to be consistent. 
And so when a newborn needs to be fed in the middle of the night and I'm not getting my consistent eight hours of sleep, it's stressful. Or, you know, when someone is sick and it just throws everything out the window or, you know, when you go through a hard season and you don't have food and you're trying to figure out what to feed them and those seasons of life happen, but there's one thing that's constant and that's the Lord and the love of learning and the love for your family will help you ride those life seasons out and accept it for what it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting over here like just tearing up because (laughs) like everything you're saying, it's so true. It's so true. There's being able to, I love calling it harmony and not really a balance. It's not equal, you know, but being able to ride these waves harmoniously and without judgment and giving ourselves grace and extending grace to others, you know, coming from a place of love and service that is deeply rooted from, from the Lord, like without that, everything just feels heavier. There's more chaos, you know, there's that structure that you're craving, you'll be tested, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to be tested and that's going to go out the window. So it's how we get through those downtimes, you know, we can thrive on the ups. Yeah. Yeah. Being the mothers or the conductors of the home, my goodness, it can be very heavy because, you know, you're Mm -hmm. conducting their education or responsible for it. You're responsible for their spiritual well-being. You know, you're responsible for their their health. So you want to feed them properly. So cooking healthy meals and trying to make them great characters. And then at the same time, trying to live up to these standards that can be lies or that can come from truth. So that's something else like with staying healthy, like exercising and eating and how those things are important, but sometimes I have to die to myself and say, I can't do that right now in the way that I want to because my child needs me here or the house duties need me here and I need to get this done because so that way my husband has this for tomorrow or whatever it might be. And that's been a struggle for me too because I have to let go of some of my own self goals that I have for the needs of others. So that balancing is difficult. <laughs> yeah, girl. No, I I hear you on that for sure. Like there's so many hats that we wear. Mm-hmm. Like so many different hats, different roles that we find ourselves in, you know, but I believe that we are exactly where we're supposed to be because we're learning and growing. And that as long as we continue to learn and grow, that's the point, you know, like, and doing it again with a service of love. And even though like for me, like, even though I don't want to pick up the freaking kitchen every morning, you know, (laughs) I'll get it done at night when right now all I'd really like to do is just get comfy and go to bed, Mm -hmm. but the kitchen So let me do this because I know in the morning, my husband will appreciate it. I will appreciate it. It's just going to make everything better. You need kids so you can have them do it. (laughs) There you go, right? Come on. Come on. (laughs) Can I just hire somebody's kids for a little while? No Oh man, this, this has just been such an amazing conversation. I'm, I love where it's gone. And I know you get asked about schedules and routine a lot. Do you have any advice for anyone maybe that has finding themselves in this and would like to continue on? Mm. Yeah. 
I would say if they're just now being thrown into the coronavirus, you know, shut down and they're at home and they're doing this and they're beginning to be stirred in the heart and thinking, maybe this is something I, I want to do, then I would say, pray about it. Pray to the Lord and ask like, Lord, are you, did, did this happen because you're calling me to homeschool? And if he's calling them to it, then I would say, go with that conviction. And if once there, if they make the decision to homeschool, then I would say, you know, pick up, do an online quiz to see what kind of method you fall under. So there's like Charlotte Mason, there's unit study, there's traditional, there's classical methods, methodologies of education. And that will help them kind of create a spine in the academic way. So like I'm heavily on, I I found out early on that my natural love and language of learning is Charlotte Mason. And she is an old British way back philosopher and came up with this way of educating. And it revolves around the fact that a child is a whole person. And she incorporates a lot of living books that children feast on ideas. And that alone is, in a sense, education with plus like the the atmosphere that they live in or, or that, you know, they dwell in. And then there's also unschooler type where people are not very confined to a, uh, a set curriculum or standard, sort of say, they take the way of the child. So if the child says, you know, I'm really interested in sex and so, all right, let's go to the library. Let's get all the books on insects and, and let's just devour on that. So I kind of have a little bit of that too. Once a mom figures out her language of learning, it's easier to teach your children. If you're able to learn it, then you're able to teach it. That's probably one of the oldest proverbs. You know, I think, I don't even know where it comes from. Maybe there are Chinese proverbs or. I love that. Yeah. If you're able to teach it, I mean, learn it, then you're able to teach it. And so in that aspect, you're able to help your children. And so you'll get a lot of ideas from these people who've already paved the way for us. Someone needs to educate themselves, you know, if they have that love of learning, they will already naturally Google, or they'll go to the library and look up a book. Who is Charlotte Mason? What is the home education volume one? What is that? Or what is Julia Bogart, the brave learner book? Or, you know, what is pick up a parenting book or whatever? Or I love Google because I love short reads because I like to ingest information really quick so I can put it into practice ASAP. (laughs) So, but I recommend that for a parent right off the bat. And then after that, work on habits, talk to, talk to their kids, say, Hey, this is the new law of the land. Now, this is how things are going to operate. They are the authority over their children. God has placed them as the ambassador of him over their children. That Paul Tripp says that, and I love what he says. So the parent has the authority. It's not the other way around. The child doesn't tell the parent what to do. It's the other way around. You know, the mom and dad are to honor your mother and father. And so they have to just talk to the kids, tell them this is a new way. And then start, I would say, to have them start on life skills. Hey, guys, we're going to do the laundry. This is how you fold. Guys, we're going to sweep. This is how you sweep. This is how you vacuum. Let me show you how to dust. We're going to go outside and do the garden so that life is being 
sustained through working together, then start with reading, just read, 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 read to your kids. You don't want them to hate, you know, learning. You want to cultivate a love for learning for them because when you're dead, that will be lifelong for them. If they have a love for learning, they can learn anything, even through a manual book, right? Yeah. (laughs) Who even reads those things? But I mean, you know, you want them to be able to figure things out. And so just sitting with them and reading with them and not really worry about getting everything in. Am I getting the math, the history, the science and da 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 just forget it. Just connect with your child, connect with them, learn, loving to learn, go outside and walk with them once these other core foundation is in place. And then if, if a mom really, really wants to, to hone down more and tweak and get more into a consistent schedule, I think then at that point that can be implemented. And if they need help in doing so, then they can, they can contact me and I'll be more than happy to, to help them as much as I can. Well, thank you so much for all of that information. And that's a beautiful segue here to just kind of wrap everything up. How can people connect with you, Vanessa, and reach out to you? And if they have questions, or maybe they just, you know, need to share a struggle or anything that they're going with, where can they find you? Yeah, they can find me on social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, I'm mostly on Instagram at homeschool me and reach out to me and I would love to talk with them or or help them in any way. Awesome. Vanessa, it has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for for sharing your story, for all the goods, for the in-depthness of it. I have learned so much just having this conversation with you. I know that our listeners are going to get such great value from it. And if y'all want to connect with Vanessa, be sure to reach out to her on Instagram or Facebook. That is at homeschool me, M E and Vanessa. Thanks so much. Thank you, Chelsea.